Not So Peter Priesthood Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy. Bye. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I don't know. Tithing declarations, like, well, tithing settlement as we know it, but like, it was always that time of year that it was like, uh, you know, like, it's just like, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I never really liked the whole settlement thing because it sounds like you owe a debt. Like, you're not yeah. settling your accounts. I don't know. Yeah. It just always felt a little... Which, actually, I found on Reddit, a lot of people are saying that that's why they changed it. They changed it. Mm-hmm. Here's what this guy says. <clears throat> if you... Well, there's a couple of good things. He says, it's a rebrand, essentially slapping a new coat oh. of paint on something which is an increasingly amount of members are having an issue with. So... Mm-hmm. and that's then. Yeah, and then another one says, if you Google LDS Church and settlement, it's more likely to direct you to a lot of lawsuits they've had to deal with, which is considered negative <laughs> press. So by changing the wording, you're less likely to see these news articles about them. And I was like, oh. yeah. So it's all uh, PR spin, just like everything else has been. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I found that uh, very interesting, though, because, yeah, it tracks. It totally tracks with them, right, to be like... yeah. Well, we're just going to change the problem. Can't call us Mormons anymore because it's a win for Satan, not the fact that like all these fundies also call themselves Mormons. So. Oh, my God. So lately I've been seeing a lot of this stuff. Speaking of that, there's like a lot of this stuff where there's um, people like there's this one. There's a screenshot of like sister missionaries that were reaching out to this person. And they, he was like, I'm not. The person responded and said, I'm not a part of them. I don't want to be Mormon. I don't, whatever. I, I'm not Mormon. Yeah. And they're like, I don't want to talk to Mormons, basically. Like, you mentioned Mormons to them. And they were like, well, we're not Mormon. We're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Like that. And it's just like this whole, there's, that's what they're doing now is they're saying, oh, well, we, you're not talking we about We don't even us. know what you're talking about. about. Like, what a bunch yeah. of fucking bullshit. I'm sorry, but that's such bullshit. Like, and it's also gaslighting. Like, oh, crazy! Like <laughs> never been called Mormon, really? Because I remember that. having to sit through the "I am Mormon" YouTube commercials. Like it was yeah. a thing. Oh, it pisses me off! It pisses me off so badly. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> right. oh, yeah, and I've. I mean, I posted that on the Instagram story, but like the. There's there's been other ones where I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? They're just like, they're just completely denying that they were ever called Mormons. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm actually crazy because I'm like, yeah. no, this was a th- oh my god, and that's what gaslighting does. It makes you think that you're actually going crazy. Mm-hmm.
<sighs> Anyways, so yeah, listeners, we're talking about tithing declaration today, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. Amongst other things. <laughs> it's the, yeah. It's that digress. time of year. Yeah, it's that time of year. So, you know, in case you just didn't have to, you missed out on it, you know, you're like, oh, oh I'm free from that. Well, we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, tithing settlement is dead. Now we have tithing declaration. And they started earlier in the year. Like they're finishing by September like mid November. Yeah. yeah. Which is because of <clears throat> like um oh my god, my words, you guys. Yeah, like tax reasons and stuff. Like yeah, like fiscal, your um fiscal your year. Your fiscal year. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> because of years and stuff. Like they have to be able to I don't know. The best Reddit post I saw, though, was I will declare what I do with my money once the church lets me know what they're doing with their hundreds of billions of dollars. And I was like, yes. Fucking right. <laughs> I love it. It's probably another oh, reason it. why they're doing this is to, like, I don't know, it's still so shady. But uh, this was announced in August. So, listeners... <laughs> I lost my notes. I had like beautiful notes for this episode and then I lost them. So we're just kind of, we're going off the cuff here. So, just, you know, yeah, we're winging it. We're going old school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we're professional. <laughs> professional. So this was in August, August 11th mm-hmm. of this year. Um, this is from the church news. Uh, the First Presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints has announced changes to improve the tithing settlement process. Improve. <laughs> the term tithing settlement has now changed, been changed to tithing declaration. I remember, wasn't this like around a time when there was like shit happening? I mean, there's always shit happening, but like it was like the church was just like, oh, it was during the time when the um, that AP article was out. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh. We don't care about that. We're just going to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, it's now de- tithing declaration. Like, and it was ooh. right after another one of those class action lawsuits for tithing repayment had been filed. Oh. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> and I love that, like, declaration sounds so much more voluntary than settlement. Mm. Like, again, settlement sounds like you're settling your accounts declaration is like i volunteer as tribute (laughs) (laughs) uh it says this change emphasizes that the primary purpose of this interview interview is to provide members with an opportunity to declare their tithing faithfulness not to settle an account the first presidency wrote in a letter to general and local priesthood leaders dated thursday august 11th oh so yeah exactly what i said basically (laughs) The focus should be on the members' covenant relationship with Heavenly Father and on teaching the spiritual nature of tithing, especially to children and youth. Again, again, the rage that it brings up in me that at eight years (laughs) old you were entered into a little contract to give your money. Like... Oh, speaking of Reddit, when I was um, looking at stuff on Reddit for this, um, I came across something that asked about that. They were like, is there any doctrinal proof doctrinal like a quote from Joseph Smith as to why we, they chose eight years old and um, one of the answers was that it was like uh, the age of reasoning in the Catholic Church is seven so it was probably just like a um, a uh, oh man I lost me 
it was probably just a um, what am I trying to say? A sh- just another a shot stolen at, thing. <laughs> well, it was just a shot at the Catholic Church saying that seven's too young, kind of thing. Oh. And saying that, like, and that, um, and then one of the responses was, uh, "Oh, you mean the Catholic Church, like the great, the horror of the earth, the, the horror great of Babylon, Babylon, yeah, horror of Babylon." <laughs> like Joseph Smith hated the Catholic Church, so that's, I mean, yeah, probably because it's the only church that has more money than his, so you know. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I hate uh, it so much. And I, I just I mean I remember oh. taking like what my like dollar to the to tithing settlement and being like, Oh, I paid my tithing, you know. You don't make money as a kid, so what do they want? It's a it's a way to start you young so that you're brainwashed into like this is what you're using expected of you and this is what you're you have to give 10 percent no matter what money you get like so i would mow lawns for my neighbors and stuff and i would get like a pittance you know i'd get like yeah twenty dollars or something like that and then i would have to give two dollars of that to the the church like "Mm, cool i would like babysit and make pretty good money because we had really um generous families where i grew up but i like never (laughs) I like, never paid my time. <laughs> oh, I wasn't very good at it either. I was like, <laughs> I like forget all the time because like I would have the money and I'd like put it in my, you know, my wallet and like go on about my life. I don't know. It just never really. And then once I started working and had like a, an account, like a bank account with a debit card, I never had like, like I didn't get paid cash. in cash, right? So yeah. then I would have to go into the next town to find a bank. Like it just. It never was like something I was able to do, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that's why I'm such a horrible person now. <laughs> <laughs> it was also so, kind of like a show too. I remember, like you know, you get the envelope and then you get mm-hmm. the little slip, and it's mm-hmm. like a show. Like you, yeah, everybody knows what you're doing when you're taking up yep. tithing to the one of the bishopric, you know, and you're just mm-hmm. like, and they try to be all like kind of sneaky about it. They're like, oh, and then they just slide it into their, you know, their, into their suit their, coat, yeah. But then like. It's just, it's an obvious, like, people are watching, you know? It's very... Everything is a display. It's all a display. Like, I'm shocked that the little tithing envelopes aren't, like, fluorescent green, honestly. Like... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because, and also, then it's another way of, like, you need to go find, like, the bishop or the bishopric member or, like, the... um, The 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 clerk or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, the secretary. And, of course... That's when the bishop's meeting with everybody. So there's people sitting on chairs outside his office waiting to go in. So then that stirs the pot of like, oh, why was Jake sitting outside the bishop's office? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's just, it just adds to the drama pile all the time. Yeah. They're always talking and always watching and judging. And um, it also makes me think of fast offerings. Like, the awkwardness as a teenage boy, like a 12-year-old. Was it? Are you twelve? Yeah, you're twelve when you do it. Yeah, you, can, you get like pardoned right? up with you like your dad usually, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My mom would sometimes take me around too. Oh really? What? Yeah. She was allowed to? Well, she would be in the car and I'd have to run in, you know. Although over, technically, according to the church, you had more authority than her at twelve years old. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so she was just that. a chauffeur, you know. So. <laughs> I just I just wonder if people were like, oh, can a Relief Society lady 
sister be in the car with the time with the fast offer that just seems like something they would have a problem with i'm pretty sure they just didn't know about it <laughs> probably <laughs> if they knew about it they probably would be like mm, no don't do that my dad yeah. was never my dad's very like uh devout right now like these days he's way more devout than he used to be like yeah growing up we were never like fast offerings tithing family prayer family home evening all that stuff it was never like a huge thing in my house and then like he became a bishop at byu idaho and then everything changed like he became this weird like he's super into it now yeah he's been out since like for like five over five years at least uh something maybe longer than that he's been out for a while and he's still very like I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Like my, I grew up with a different dad than my sisters for sure, because he was like in leadership positions after I was like older. And so it was was Uh two completely dads. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. My little sister has a completely different dad. Yeah. It's weird. So it says the August 11th first presidency letter added the tithing declaration of interviews can now begin on September 1st of each year in order to offer bishops additional time to meet with families and individuals. That's how they're spinning it. So there's extra time. More to time. Get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure. Jen. It's just another way to pull the bishop from his family. So he's not spending time with his kids and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the letter was signed by the first presidency uh, in the announcement published. It, list their names but we don't care um <laughs> thursday august 11th on church of jesus christ.org presiding bishop the fuck gerald casse i have no idea gerald anyway said the presiding bishop said what a great blessing to have a time dedicated to discussing the divine law of the tithe tithing is an essential practice of the latter-day saints regardless of where they live their social standing, or their material circumstances. By keeping this law, church members receive spiritual and temporal blessings in their lives and help further the church's divine mission on earth. (laughs) Such a bunch of bullshit. It's such... Oh, I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Um, So a very close loved one of mine wanted... um, had basically walked away from the church, was very quiet about it, but was like, this is not for us anymore. And um, their daughter was getting married and wanted to get married in the temple. And, of course, they were not, like, open with their children about the fact that they were, like, done. So she wanted to get her temple recommend so she could be a part of her daughter's wedding. And the bishop forced her to pay several hundred thousand dollars in tithing before he would give her 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 temple recommend. Tell me that's not extortion. Holy shit. Mm. Like, there's no such thing as repentance when it comes to the money thing. She couldn't just repent and start fresh. No, she had to back pay her taxes over multiple years. I think years. I remember that. that was, and it's like the tithing, and that's what tithing settlement is, too, is with the, because um, you're back paying. So yeah. if you, anything you, you miss, missed. then yep. you can pay over the, yeah. So, yeah. And it's like, how that's, do they know, too? Like, how do they know how much I'm making and, like, all this stuff? Like, I'm just like, you don't know. Like, yeah. I, this, uh, all I have to do is say, yes, I'm full-time a payer. full-time payer. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are they going to do? Investigate? Like. Yeah. Oh, anyway. 
So the um, he says, Latter-day Saint prophets and apostles have often promised the blessings that await all who exercised faith, faith and paid tithing. Also thinking about how like that guy, the presiding bishop, talks about the material circumstances. So you got people in like Africa and like poor countries and poor, you know, even they don't even have to be outside of like in third world countries. There's people in America that can barely like scrape by and they're having to like pull together 10%. all the money. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine, like, there's families that are struggling right now, like, our economy sucks, and to be like, yeah. oh, and plus 10% of your income needs to go to this church. Which could be the difference between, I'm going to have um, food on my table, like, I'm going to have, what was it, like, that's going to go towards a, I don't know, and my electric bill or something, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be behind on my electricity now because I'm, uh, I had to pay my 10, 10%, you know, that, it's that little, you know, that little bit of amount helps. And if you're just like, but then they're yeah. spinning it like, oh, the widow and her might, you know, like that's the, that story you always heard was the, her, her offering was better, greater than the, the ones that were rich because she's, I've she's had giving such a, more than what she, yeah. A greater sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. It's a big sacrifice. And I'm like, yeah. And it's teaching, Mormons to be like completely reliant on like the church like Uh give me your money and we'll make sure you eat crappy food storage food like it I just I hate it so much I just hate it so much yeah uh let's see so this is to develop to develop enduring faith and enduring commitment to be a full tithe payer is essential, declared then Elder Russell M. Nelson of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles during his April 2011 General Conference address. It, initially, it takes faith to tithe. Then the tithe payer develops more faith to the point that tithing becomes a precious privilege. A privilege. Uh, okay. Tithing is an ancient law from God. He made a promise to his children that he would open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. I hate that. I hate that scripture so much because I don't know. Personally, I never experienced it, so maybe I'm just really yeah, same. Like I like when I was with my ex, mm. there were some pretty hard times, some extremely hard times, and mm. there no help. No help came. Like being late on our rent. We were just admonished for not being better with our finances. And I'm like, because we're giving everything we can scrape together for tithing and fast offering. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it just, it pisses me off. Yeah. And then, like, you got college students, these poor college students that are just like, you know, like I worked a part time job because I had to, I had to like, yeah. in order to, because, Financial aid only, I mean, it covered school, but then, like, what do I do? You still need to eat. You still need to eat. You need to be able to gas in your car and take out all the girls. (laughs) (laughs) Pay for bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, yuck. Yeah. I told that story, right? About the Mm -hmm. bowling? Okay. Yeah, it's my favorite story. <laughs> <laughs> I tell it on the podcast or I tell it you? you no, know, you've told it on the podcast, but okay. it's just every time you've told me about it, I just like, <laughs> I just like, oh my God, it just makes me giggle. First of all, you on a date with a woman makes me laugh really hard. Oh, I know. 
so weird to think about it all. Like, oh. So funny to Gross. me. Because I've only ever known you as you. I've never yeah. knew you as... That's just funny to me. <laughs> it feels so weird. Like, uh, and being back where I was doing... Like, in Rexburg, where I was yeah. dating all the time. Like, I was dating women. I was like... It just... It's a weird feeling. Like, mm-hmm. Yep, I've been here, but no, there's no good, real, no, <laughs> real great memories, you know. Oh my god! Fun goodness. dates. I had, I had a lot of fun, but oh yeah, it was always yeah, just a sure. bunch of like first dates. It was like more like I'm gonna go out with friends, you know. Like it was more like yeah. I'm gonna take my friend out because it was never like a romantic feeling. It was just like I never got like butterflies or anything. Like oh. no. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine it'd be like, I don't know, going to hang out in Cardston. It would just feel, I mean, I've gone back to Cardston, but not to like do the things just because I've been going home to see family or whatever. Yeah. Weird. Well, Rexburg has changed, honestly, it's changed enough that it doesn't feel like I don't, and I don't, I never go on campus really. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I have no reason to, but like, I don't really go up there, so. Oh, yeah, that would make a difference then for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He says, not only, uh, not only that, tithing will keep your name enrolled among the people of God and protect you in the day of vengeance and burning. There it is. There's that fear mongering of you're going to burn if you don't pay a full. Oh my God. I hate it so much. Like, yeah. no wonder we're all just so messed up in our adult years because we we're just terrified all the time. Terrified of any repercussion that would be of straying off the line of the of the quid pro quo, quid pro quo, like the um, expectations and like having we have expectations of ourselves of it, and it's like these like ridiculous things. And even being away from it, I still feel like sometimes like oh man, am I going for like? You know, all this stuff, like, for leaving the church, for, you know, and for yeah. being, you know, like, what if they are right? But they're not. Yeah, so. no, I totally, I hear you. Because yeah, it has been, <laughs> I even made a comment last night about something. One of my friends mentioned something about me growing up Mormon. I was like, and now I just speak ill of the Lord's anointed. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 Oop. <laughs> yeah, my friends all watched Under the Banner of Heaven because they oh, yeah. know I grew up Mormon. They were like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so we had to sit and deconstruct it all with them. <laughs> oh. All right, so in his April 1994 general conference talk, then Elder Dallin H. Oaks of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles Taught that the payment of tithing brings the individual tithe payer unique spiritual blessings. <sighs> I can remember my mom telling me she she was like getting really mad at me for some reason. She was like, "I can." She basically bearing her testimony to me and saying, "When we were in, when your dad and I were um, at Logan, what Utah State, because my dad went to nursery school up there, um, and I was like." A toddler at the time, I barely remember it. But the um, she said she was basically saying that like the thing that saved them was tithing, and so she has this like she's very much a, like she pays her tithing all the time. Like 
she's very religious, very uh, strict about it, you know, and um, which I'm just like thinking about like the money that they've put into my parents have put into the church. Like it's ridiculous. <sighs> uh, tithe paying is evidence that we accept the law of sacrifice. He said, Delaney chokes said it also prepares us for the law of consecration and the other lo- higher laws of the celestial kingdom. Yeah. So there's I that. Just, yeah, which is just going back to that whole like living on a commune and being fundamentalist all over again. Uh huh. Yeah. So on Reddit, this um, Gordon B. Stinkley. <laughs> <laughs> there's another one that's a. Um, it's a Instagram one that's Gordon B. Kinkley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this person says, because let's see, because as with any program, over time traditions take hold and original intent becomes forgotten to the point where it evolves into something it was never intended to be when it started. Church leadership is trying to break apart these traditions to get things back to what they believe was the original intent. One way to do that is to shake up the program a bit, change the name, change the details, and hope that everybody examines it and sees the real meaning of it. I'm not convinced they are doing a very good job of it, but I think that is their intent. They did it with home teaching that they now call was ministering. Uh, They did it with elders quorum, which I didn't know about that. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. And they did it with youth programs, uh, which they've, yeah, like the F for strength of youth now is instead of EFY. The problem is that they are shaking things up, with, they, shaking things up without providing much of a foundation to settle back onto. So it just ends up reforming into the same shape as it was before, but with a different name and less structure. I think they truly believe that saying the word Jesus more will provide the sturdy foundation that these programs need to work. Uh, let's see, and then somebody responded, "Yeah, well, the original intent of tithing was kicked to the curb a long time ago. If they want to restore that, tithing shouldn't even exist any longer." Really, they don't. I mean, they don't need it. Like they've got a billion dollars, yeah. like a hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck do you need tithing for? Yeah, like, if I, I were a member, I don't know. I and I heard about oh, they've got billions of dollars and they want my money. I'd be like, okay, well, screw that. Like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna pay anymore. <laughs> but you have to pay to have your temple recommend. So you have to pay for salvation. It's such a bullshit scheme. I hate it so much. And I don't even really understand why they like why did tithing even start? I thought it was like to prepare for the law of consecration. Consecration? Is that yeah. that word? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But we're not live like nobody in the church is living in like communal communities where they like could you imagine if somebody tried to make a communist type community in the United States? Like people would get shot. Yeah. So yeah. it does it. It's preparing them for this eventuality, which has never happened in a hundred and some odd years, and is mm. never going to happen. Yeah. But Ugh. so now they're like, well, it's a law of the celestial kingdom, so we're gonna live communally in the celestial. What? And like, I mean, I guess that they took our planets away, so I guess we have to share one planet together. With our yeah. millions of spirit babies. Also, what what the fuck is so with all this billions of dollars? What fuck like money's not gonna be money is a earthly possession. Like it's a thing that we like we have applied value to as humans. So yeah. God shouldn't care about the like a human no. 
value thing. Like it, it's a thing. It's an earthly possession that doesn't have any hold. Yeah. It shouldn't have any hold up there, you know. In no, heaven. and it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. It's the church is a business. At the end of the day, the church is a business, and they want all this money, and yeah. I don't even understand the mean, why they need so much money, but well, and the, like you, because you said that, then the full name of the church is the Corporation of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, it's a corporation. So yeah, yeah, they're just—it's disgusting. And I, um, it's like we said when I talked about the Fifth Estate, it's a business that dabbles in religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm still angry about that. Still. Angry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And I think we're going to see more and more of that, and that's another reason why they're probably they're just doing all this PR space to cover their asses. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, because it's you can't in the age of Google, you can't hide this type of stuff anymore. Like it becomes very well known very quickly because mm-hmm. yeah, you can't hide it. So I don't yep. know. Um, That's why they're distancing themselves from the name Mormons, and they're because it's got such a bad rep. And then, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. All I remember about tithing settlement is it being December, so it was mm-hmm. the end of the year, fucking cold, <laughs> and oh, having yeah. to like get back into a dress and pantyhose oh, and yes. shoes and all the things and go to the church in the dark because it gets dark at three o'clock in the afternoon here in the winter time yeah. and having to like sit in the cold church building and like wait our turn. And it just being this like, yeah, I hated it. Yeah. It's, I hate it. But now you could go in September. So you'd actually have daylight. I oh, guess. Yay. Yeah. I'll jump off. <laughs> Get rebaptized. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to back pay. You'd be like, oh, then I'd have to back. Yeah, because repentance only works unless it comes to your money. If you, uh, yeah. you yeah. still gotta back pay those tithing funds. I haven't paid tithing since 2006. So <laughs> Sky Daddy has been keeping track of your paychecks, and he knows how much 10% you have. So God. he's whispering. He, the Holy Ghost is whispering in the bishop's ear, saying, "Oh, this is how much they owe." Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Two hundred thousand dollars. Better slap it right now. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the rage that would just like enlighten your entire being? Oh, I would flip a table. Yeah. It's extortion. It is. At the end of the day, it's extortion. They're extorting your eternal salvation. You have mm-hmm. to pay for it. It's it's so yeah. corrupt. It's so corrupt. If the money was going to anything even remotely helpful, mm-hmm. okay. But the fact that it doesn't, the fact that we've talked about where this money is being pushed into, the fact that like 70% of it is leaving my country to go to BYU and Ugh. fund a privatized American University, like fuck y'all, hate it so much. <laughs> Pump some money into our food banks. Like our groceries are out of control here right now. There's like hungry kids, literally. But yeah, let's fund an American university. Well, they gotta okay. have new football uniforms. And, oh my god. Um... <laughs> Can't even. Uh... Yeah, they gotta polish fucking. 
Brigham Young's statue, so he's nice and shiny. Gross. So gross. I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it. Tell me how you really feel. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is... I don't even... What was it? Uh, Like, I can't imagine... Oh, this is... Speaking of BYU, so... For the longest time, like I would tell people, I go to be went to BYU Idaho, and they're like, "There's this look they give you, like, oh," and it's like, uh-huh. and I'm like, not even it's not even like the BYU, it's BYU Idaho, so it's like the lesser, you know, like it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's the one people go to when they don't get accepted to Provo, so they go to BYU Idaho, so. <laughs> So, and I, for the longest time, I'll put it on my resume and, like, on my, you know, on all those, like, and I have to get my transcripts whenever I go to it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, and going back to the website to get my transcripts is such a, oh, I'm like, it's so triggering. I'm just like, nope, get me out of here. I go in in and out. Like, I'm just like, yeah. in, like I'm done. Get it done. And, I, like, it's almost <laughs> like, oh, they're going to try and convert me while I'm in there, you know, like. <laughs> Or they're going to get my information while I'm in there and they're like, oh, we got to send the missionaries to this person, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, send them my way. I'll just, I'll tell them all the things. <laughs> right? You'll educate them. Yeah. Oh but, God, the, um, but now, like, I'm going to get my degree at Southern New Hampshire University. I'm like, ah, oh, that's going to be so nice to not have to, like, put BYU-Idaho anywhere. <laughs> I And for the longest, like, for the longest time I was like, because there was a moment where I was gonna go back to BYU Idaho yeah to finish my degree yeah even as like a as an ex-Mormon and everything and I was like but they they were gonna make me go to like a to get my ecclesiastical endorsement oh that's right yeah yeah and so I tried oh, to go God. through like a chaplain that was and I was like we can just sign an ecclesiastical endorsement as a chaplain you know you yeah know, part of this and then he was like well I don't feel comfortable doing that for a different faith and I was like Oh, so I had to, I would have to talk to the Mormon chaplain and he oh, was, no. was like on a deployment or something at the time. And I was like, yeah. so like, well, you'll have to wait for him to come back. And I was like, uh, <laughs> okay, no. So no, no, no. thank you. I don't want to talk to him <laughs> no. because he's not going to give me the ecclesiastical endorsement. And he's not going to like, and then I have to like probably get rebaptized or something. I'm like, nope. Probably. That's not what yeah. I'm that's Not my three year old. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, takes no time. I will be. No, um, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Too bad. I know. I will like, be figuring something else out. With me doing like stuff for um like editing and stuff, people are like, "Oh, where did you?" And I'm like, "Where are you?" Because <laughs> I just did like online stuff, right? And I never, yeah. like, never, I went to like one summer, but yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I see, like, um, outside of Utah and Idaho, BYU is not that big of a flex. Like, I, I was just like, people were just like, okay. People were like, oh, community college, that's cute. <laughs> Which, no yeah. offense, community college is awesome, but I'm just saying Ooh. they, like, look down their nose at, like, BYU. I work at a community college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, community colleges I, have way more specialized stuff anyway so yeah. at least up here up here they're the same as the university so oh really yeah but the, um 
it's been really cool to work at where I work because, like, for one, I was talking to one, one of my um, – he's one of the deans there, and he was um, – I said, I feel like I found, like, the niche, the one little nugget Spot. in all of Idaho, Idaho Falls area that's, like, all the ex-Mormons and non-Mormons have come to work because, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just – there's hardly any like Mormons that are in like leadership positions there, and it's so nice. It's so oh, that nice. would be nice, yeah. Uh, they're either post ex Mormon or they're like not never been never mo, you know. So super it's, fun, yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about like my friend group. None of there's me and one other ex Mormon, and then everybody else has never been. It's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, at least in Canada, you have to go. You usually go to college. For, like, a little bit, and then you transfer into the university for whatever your, like, mm-hmm. specialist is or special. That's not the word I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean. Specialization. <laughs> Thank your you. Pathway. Your pathway, yeah. I, I know um, I know what uh, college I work at, it's, they call them pathways to, like, they specifically work with, like, local universities to, like, build programs that will directly correlate to transfer over to the other programs that they have yeah so that's usually like you go get like your basic stuff done at college mm -hmm. and then you go to university if you want to be like a doctor or teacher or whatever you do your like last whatever amount there so that's two years yeah um, you can go directly to university if you have the grades for it but it's pretty stressful it's also more expensive like Mm -hmm. if i could take it back i probably would have gone to like this college, well, at the time it was a technical technical college, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even uh, it wasn't com- considered a, like community college level. So yeah, like if I want to yeah. finish my certificate, I would go to the technical college here oh, to finish yeah. it, which is super nice actually because it's all online. Which as a mom, yeah, yeah that would be super nice. Very nice. Yeah, the whole entire course is all completely online, which would be really overwhelming but nice <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm anyway. doing it all, all online right now and it's it's very it's nice because i can just do i can do stuff early i can't like do the next like i can't do the, like you can't get ahead in classes right yeah yeah i have to do it like as it's going but i can do like if i'm done with stuff by tuesday then i'm done with you're done for the week yeah. that's nice yeah that would be a nice thing about it yeah. yeah, I think because I would like to still be like working remotely, it would make sense to go to school remotely. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is a random anyway. pageant. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But I won't have to pay tithing as well as my tuition, think. so, you know. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Let's get back on track, I guess. <laughs> the only thing that tithing ever really did for me was I always have in my brain what 10% of my paycheck is, and that goes directly into my savings account to this day. As soon as my husband's paycheck comes in or I like get like money from the government because I'm Canadian and I had babies, (laughs) but (laughs) as soon as that money hits our bank account, 10%, I'm like, oh, and I can do it so quickly in my head after years and years of doing it that it just goes (laughs) door saving. And it's trained me to never even like worry about that 10%. So that's how we were able to like pay off vehicles quickly and buy our house. And because that, I mean, yeah, that, I guess that is one blessing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Barf. Uh, but no, I guess it does make you a little more fiscally responsible because you have to like, I don't know. You would have to budget with 10% less anyways. So yeah, it's really, 
And like I explained to <laughs> that to Patrick one time, and he was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> like I'm glad, but in a way that's really weird. <laughs> uh, oh <So>, yeah. <laughs> there's my there's my blessing from paying my tithing. <laughs> the windows of heaven have poured have out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I can God. also remember teaching about tithing. Um, on a mission, on the mission. I didn't have to do it very often because <laughs> it's like the fifth discussion, I think. And by then they've already like committed to be baptized, haven't they? Oh yeah. By then again with the non-informed consent, they've already agreed. Yes, I will join your religion, and you're like, oh, by the way, you have to give us ten percent of your income. <laughs> After you've also talked to them about the law of chastity and the word of wisdom too, and you're like, oh, by the way, so if you have like people that are cohabitating you know, living together and they have to like split up because they, or they have to get married before they can get baptized. That's a lot of pressure on a couple. Like, yeah, because Patrick and I lived together for a couple of years before we actually got married. Was it a couple of years? Maybe it was just a year before we got married. And speaking of like finances, like if you're like the reason why you're living together, one of the big reasons would be that you financially it's like easier yeah than having two separate dwellings for sure and then you have to get another apartment or something to like just to get baptized in the church like it's a lot to or ask. get married and then you're like okay so i don't get the wedding in my dreams because we have to get this done quick or yeah. we're not yeah it's such a yep people but, uh, don't leave people alone <laughs> seriously yeah. yeah and i was always like uh, that was one of the scary ones those those three were like the big ones that was like oh we're gonna talk about this and it was like this is one where they could like easily back out and i was like thinking back on it it's like well if you if it's something that would be like oh this is this might be a big one like maybe there's a problem with that yeah that should be (laughs) like a red flag to like hey if i'm already feel anxious talking about this thing like Uh Maybe we should sit with that feeling for a minute and see where it's yeah, coming from. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't yeah. even. Ugh. I couldn't imagine talking to people about like I just couldn't. Basically, strangers too. Like yeah. you don't know them that well. No, because you've met with them like what four times, like five yeah. times by then. You've maybe mm-hmm. spent five hours together. Yeah. That sounds terrible. That sounds really terrible. Yep. Missionaries. Oh. Oof, my heart. Plus, you're a kid. Like, you're, like... Yeah, you're 19, 20, right? Like, ugh. Also, nope. speaking of changes, did you know that they do, like, MTC, home MTC now? Like, there's... Yeah. Like, uh, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was just like, oh, so you could just do online school and then you would sent off to wherever? Like, okay. Yeah, you just, like, yeah. do the MTC courses in your house. Like... Wild. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's better than, like, being thrown into, like, a pretty toxic environment, if you think about it. All these people being smashed together under, like, crazy conditions and so much stress. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, they're just sitting at home playing Xbox instead of... <laughs> yeah, they're not actually taking any of it in. And the, um, no. So, I can remember going to the MGC and... They put you in this, like, with your family, and then they're doing, they do this little show thing, like, this talk, whatever, and then they I'm basically sorry, say, all I can okay, think of is, like, some guy doing a magic trick, like, da 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 da
like it's a little circus basically it's like this big old dog and pony show of just like yeah yeah we're gonna they like bear their test you know it's just like the president of the mtc talks or something like that i don't know and then uh I, like it was all a blur but i just remember like um everybody's crying all the parents are crying and then he's just like they split you off the missionaries go the one way the family goes the other and i can remember just being like um sitting standing in the hall like in this line i don't know why i was in the line um and just being like oh shit i'm not gonna see them for another two years like that's that's it that's done and it's just like <laughs> that's crazy that's so crazy when um it's- when we used to travel when i was a kid we'd like find out like what local missionaries were there and we'd like go visit them and like take them stuff from their parents all the time when <laughs> 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 we went to hawaii we knew one of the guys he was serving his mission in Hawaii. We went and found him. Oh, nice! <laughs> My you were dad like took him out for lunch and stuff. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> My dad's pretty cool that way. Yeah, we'd always like because I... you're supposed to not do that, right? Like you're supposed to be like, right. oh, if you see them, you see them. But my dad was like, no, we're gonna find them. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking them out for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I um I can remember on my mission it was like I was in Florida. It was hot. And this guy just, like, pulled over and gave my companion and I, like, two really cold, ice-cold Gatorades. And then he just, and we were, like, I was just, I remember reaching for, like, my Passalone card or whatever. And he's, like, no, 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 no. I don't want it. And then he just, like, ran off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have I ever told you the story? Okay. I don't know if I've ever told this on the podcast, but... So my first area, I was now. Now you got me on mission stories, but I sorry, I love your mission stories though. They just like (laughs) blow my mind because they're just so missionary stories are just so insane. Like my sister doesn't even talk about her mission to me because I'm always just like, what? (laughs) She doesn't even want to talk about it because I get all like, oh my god, what is it? What? She's like, no, I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, hearing mission stories is like my favorite thing because Uh, I'm just like. Not from like believing members, because no, thank you. Like it's just like some no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but for people who have left, I love hearing, and I'm like, how did you not know it was so toxic? Right. <laughs> so I'm here for the mission story. <laughs> so, um, my first area, we were. I don't know if I. I feel like I've told this, but it's one of my favorite stories actually. But like, I um, we went to this. Let's see, the 7-Eleven to get some, like, snacks or something. And um, my we were riding our bikes, and I had just gotten my bike. Like, I just, like, this was my first area. So it was, like, a brand yeah. new bike. And then uh, <laughs> I asked my companion, I was like, hey, so we should lock our bikes up. He's like, oh, we won't be in there very long. So we go in. No, I know where this is going. We're like going to pay, and this guy comes in and he's like, "Are these your bikes out here?" And I was, and um, 
my companion was like, yeah. And he's like, not anymore. Some guys just rode off with them. <laughs> so my companion runs out the door. Like he puts, puts his stuff down, runs out the door. And I'm just like holding my stuff. And I'm like, uh, 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 I have to go with him because I have to be with my companion at all times. So yeah, like, you can't not be with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I put my stuff down, run after. And we're like running. I don't even know. I'm just following my companion because I don't know where he's running to. I don't know. Like, oh. and there was like this whole, like, um, it was weird because it was like people were, knew what was happening and they were like, oh, they went that way. Oh, they went that way. Like, they were just like they helping They knew him. that. Oh my God. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we get to this road and like we lost them or something. I don't know. I don't know if my companion ever saw them. I never saw them. Anyway, so then, um, we're like, oh, well, we don't have our bikes now, you know. And my companion's like kicking dirt and stuff. He's just all mad. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that just happened. <laughs> I was in shock. And then, yeah, uh, especially because you were like, should we lock our bikes? Yes, you're yeah. in Florida. You should lock your bikes. <laughs> yeah, we were not in a good part either, a good part of town. So it was like, uh, anyway. So that um, what was it? So then this car comes up. And it's the and our bikes are in the trunk, and it's these two these two women get out and they're like, oh yeah, we went and chased them down for you and got your bikes for you. Oh my and they god! Were lesbians too, like they were total, like they had the rainbow stickers and everything. They gave us our bikes back and they were like, oh here you go. Oh and then I, my companion um tried to give them a pass along card and they were like, no no no, no thank you. No thank you. <laughs> and then they, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing so oh, glad to bring your bikes back man. the lesbians did yeah yeah <laughs> i love it so much. it was great i've oh, never you've man. never told me that story before that was, that's amazing oh, really? yeah <laughs> and I, yeah that was a good one i that's one of my favorites and then yeah i have but anyway listeners i found my mission journal so we're gonna do an episode on that eventually and i'm gonna pull out all the there's probably stuff in there that i've forgotten about like, like oh shit <laughs> oh yeah i can't wait i found my like personal progress book and i was i opened it and i was like oh no <laughs> I'm oh, not there yet. I'll just uh, that no, aside. thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the title of the episode is no, thank you. No. <laughs> you want to eat your vegetables? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I think I've heard him say that too. It is so cute. Oh, I'm sure you have. Yeah, he says it all the time. It's that or I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, well. <laughs> Such a sassy little. He is so sassy. Oh, my <laughs> well, yeah. like, what was it the last time when you were like, uh, you wanted to. You wanted to. Yeah, see his haircut. Yeah, see his haircut. And he's like, no. <laughs> you showed me anyway. And he yeah. ran off all mad. <laughs> like, like, come show Jake your haircut. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you look handsome. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. He was getting so angry because the longer his hair gets, the curlier it gets. And he gets mad. And he says, I don't want curls. And I was like, then we have to cut your hair. And he was like, cut my hair. So I cut his hair, but now his hair's short. And so he's like, uh, I'm not handsome. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know how to fix this for you, my child. He put my hair back. I'm like, oh. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's uh, he's my he's gonna take years. Off. He yeah. Yeah, you got your hands yeah. full. 
My first one, I could have had 10 kids. My second one, we are done at two. <laughs> and we're done. I, <laughs> no, I thought you were going to try for a girl. We did. We failed. We have two boys. <laughs> done. Accepted the failure. We're done. Bye. <laughs> That's how say, are you going to try for a girl? We did. We did. We had a boy. We tried again. We had a boy. We're done. <laughs> Strike out. <laughs> It's only two strikes. You got to do a, a third. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. All right. So moral of the story is that the t- church sucks and <laughs> they just want your money and it's 10% of your money that they don't need, but they put yeah. it into BYU. And then, uh, yeah. Lesbian save the no, day. you. <laughs> Let's be in save the day. Yeah. Great. Let's be in save the day. I love it. Oh, yeah. I yeah, also had so. uh on my mission we had uh lesbian like neighbors that were they had like this big rainbow flag and we would see Aww. them every time like get the mail. And yeah, they would like avoid us. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I I hear you, honey. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have to write in and tell us if you have any, like, cringy tithing settlement stories. Like, uh, yeah. my loved one who had to pay a that lot of ridiculous. money. I know. She she's still, going? like, it's been, like, years. And she's still, like, if you even say anything, she's like, oh, you want to hear mine? And we're all like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. and the kicker is her daughter left the church, like, a year later. <laughs> Oh, she's like, I want a refund. <laughs> it's not unless she had to pay for a wedding. Plus, she had to pay for that. Oh man, that's... I know, I know. <sighs> a kick in the jaw. <laughs> I'm gonna take out my anger on all the Mormons now because I'm an angry ex Mormon. Yeah, <laughs> all I am is angry. I'm a horrible person to be around because I'm just seething all the time. Yeah. And actually, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Which is right? so I laugh all the time, loudly. <laughs> oh, loud laughter, Dusty. Loud laughter. I know. <laughs> and I you speak speak always be cool to not laugh loudly, and now I know why. But <laughs> there's this thing that I saw that I like a girl that's uh, got a weird laugh. You know, you know, car alarm. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> That always tells people I laugh like a seagull. Because <laughs> when I get laughing really hard, I like can't oh, breathe and I either yeah. snort or I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always like, oh my uh, <laughs> You know, speaking of there, I also have an episode the of Desert Book stuff we gotta do. Oh, but yes. like, the reason why I thought of that is seagull seagull book is another uh, LDS bookstore. Yeah, yeah. That's like a sister thing. Like they're not, they're owned by the church, but not, I don't know. They're weird. They're like the black sheep of the whatever. It's just another way for them to have money coming in under another umbrella. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. All, All right. right. Thanks for that. That was, was good times. Everybody go I mean, 30% into something that's not tithing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know.
know, actually enjoy your money and yeah. it's your hard-earned money. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine if I spent 10% of my income on coffee? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I know, I know, honestly. I was like, that's actually a stupid thing to say. <laughs> 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 no way. <laughs> uh...